0: Hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. It's Gabby and Laura here, and we are popping into your earbuds a little bit early, um, you know, before next week's episode, because we had some cybersecurity news that we wanted to talk to you all about. Um, because, you know, we have uh, an expert that is going to help us break down things, kind of discuss what happened and, and all of that. So, for those of you who, you know, don't really know what I'm talking about yet, This is from ABC News. So this is what happened. A cybersecurity attack targeting operators of a major East Coast fuel pipeline has left the nation reeling, exposing uh, the vulnerabilities of critical infrastructure to new threats, while also leaving many Americans with more questions than answers. So, Laura, who do we have on to help us out with this topic?
1: Yes, today we have Adley Francois. Adley is the owner of Cywall, which is a cybersecurity company, and he has been working in the cyber field for so many years. So he is an expert in this field, and and this is a, an incident that's gonna impact everyone, even even if it's just on the matter of gas prices. And even though that impact may be small at the moment, this is just the latest example of ransomware attacks in the US. And it's a scary one. So we wanted to bring on Adley as an expert to dive into this to help us answer, you know, will the pipeline open by the end of the week, like they're saying? Is that even realistic? Is the threat entirely over? So Adley, can you tell us more on this attack and what specifically happened?
2: Yeah, I'm not entirely sure that there's anything that, you know, I think I don't have specific about this particular case. But when you're looking at in general, with those sort of systems, right, generally, if you go back historically, this sort of system used to be closed off entirely, where it was a gap from the Internet, but with... Um, Fast forward modern time, a lot of these uh, OT type uh, network have been more open. Simply, there's a desire to be able to manage some of these things remotely. The ability to perform uh, maintenance, the ability to, the ability to have uh, to to integrate sh- uh, shared services that's a strong uh, desire. It remove course and and uh, and create some level of efficiency versus having an air gap uh, network where you physically have to touch it, you physically have to be there in order to manage it. That's not very efficient, and that's a, that's a costly proposition to be able to manage an operation in this manner. So, But obviously, we're with, uh, with poking a hole into into that gap that obviously uh, introduced all sort of... Uh, Vulnerabilities, all sort of risks now have been introduced into, into those systems. So that's, that's exactly what we saw here with, with this particular pipeline. The corporate environment was compromised, obviously, because that link exists with it, with his, with his communication path between the, the corporate network and that, uh, and that SCADA type network. You now have, uh, an issue where that pipeline could certainly be impacted. It could be controlled. It could be managed by a third party, whatever. So I think that's, that's, um, where that's the, evol- that's the uh, evolution that we're seeing at play here.
1: So, Adley, just to follow on that, um, they're saying that they think that the pipeline may be able to be open by the end of the week. Do you think that that's realistic? Do you think that the threat is entirely over? Or do you think that it could still be compromised? <laughs>
2: Oh, it could still be compromised. But when you talk about a uh, these sort of environment, right? The corporate environment, uh, obviously, that itself uh, to remediate that aspect of the operation, that is going to be a multi weeks, a multi, you know, potentially a multi month effort, right? There's some containment that could be that, that 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 you can put into place. By essentially uh, removing the ability of the attacker to to control the environment, and and that's largely going to be cutting off communication entirely. So that environment, we can go back to old school by actually cutting off uh, communication entirely, where it's now completely a gap that your ability to actually manage. the the pipeline, you can only physically deal with, that's obviously going to provide some relief, right? But I think that's just a a temporary situation. But the overall uh, corporate network to really clean that environment and get it to a state where you have a high degree of confidence that uh, that, they, that the attackers truly do not have a foothold within that environment, that's not really a few days or a few weeks type of endeavor. And I've seen this, uh, you know, I've been part of many of, of these en- engagement for Fortune 500 uh type of organization that is not an overnight uh, type of endeavor that is a multi week multi month uh, type of an operation to really um tain the situation especially if you're not going uh, if, uh, if you're not going to to, to pay just to de- just the, the decryption process is going to be impossible now you're talking about rebuilding the environment uh, server by server that is a long lead item it's a painful process for any for, for any organization and generally there's a surge of talent that is needed to rebuild an environment that Ordinarily, probably would have taken them a couple of years to build, but now that that environment have been destroyed, so it would have to be, you know, just to rebuild that in a few months. That is a that, that is a significant effort,
0: right? And and we know so far you know we're obviously still picking up some of the pieces of this but we know so far that um, the group behind this attack uh, dark side um, we know that it you know operates in Eastern Europe they're still figuring out you know if there's Russian intelligence involvement what what could we what could you tell us a little about you know groups like this and the threats they pose on you uh, U.S. companies and what that means for everyday Americans. Because, you know, with this, we're seeing as, you know, I believe Laura mentioned it before, you know, this could actually possibly impact us, you know, in gas prices, we're still kind of learning. So what, what can you tell us more about that?
2: Correct, right? I think uh, when you think about this sort of, uh, this is uh, definitely, you know, uh, pinpointing this back to the Russian government is going to be kind of hard to do, right? They have some plausibility of, uh, of deniability there. But uh, uh, but this is this we can pinpoint with with some great accuracy. This is coming from Russia. It's at least sanctioned by them to some degree, right? But these actors, they generally, they essentially uh, these are financially motivated uh, type of attack, right? Uh, So they essentially out to to make a quick buck, and there's been uh, a lot of folks have been paying and. And that um, uh, that I, these operations are pretty profitable. So again, this is purely financial, and and that's what they they, they try to do here in, in this case. But um, pinpointing pinpointing it to a. Specific government—that's a little bit harder to do, but that that certainly have an impact on on all of us, right? When you think about a a major American company, uh, again, those impacts uh, means millions. That could impact your four hundred and one k. It could in, impact uh, um, other investments. It could certainly have an impact on uh, on services that a, a government is 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 providing. To citizen. And if you need uh, services directly from those uh, private companies, those could be impacted uh, 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 as well. So the, the impact is is multi-pronged. Uh, simply, um, again, based on the scale of those uh, attacks, it could be 50 $60, 100000000 million. Dollars, and that could have a long-term financial impact uh, on an organization.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's scary. Just uh, that's the only word I can think of right now that would really fully encompass everything happening. But Adley, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Thank you for diving into this for us and giving us an expert cyber um, breakdown of this attack and what we should you know, be kind of cautious of. So before we let you go today, is is there anything that you would recommend to people that? You know, when you're in a situation like this, it makes me think, well, what if this happens to me? So so my question is more, is there anything you would say to people that they could do to before something like this happens? Uh, uh, other than obviously call Adley so he can assist your company ahead of time um, and fix it if there's a mistake after. But is there anything preventative that that could have been done or that you think people should be doing?
2: Correct. This is a multi uh... Question here that where we can probably take a week diving uh, into the specific answers, right? But when we're talking about, you know, uh, things that folks could do, making sure that you have adequate cyber insurance, making sure that you have an incident response plan that is being tested, because these sort of things could happen to just about any company, right? There's no, there's no silver bullet. There's no way I'm saying that you can, you're going to prevent this from happening to, to your company. If you can't prevent it, then making sure that you can manage it when, when, uh, when it does happen. So a proper incident response plan is going to be one of those things. And then beyond that, making sure you have adequate uh, cyber insurance coverage, Uh, if you have to rebuild an entire infrastructure, uh, uh, that is a costly proposition. You could potentially need hundreds of of resources to be able to rebuild those environments. So this is not an easy uh, feat, and that's going to cost a significant amount of money to to do. So making sure those sort of things uh, are in play. But beyond that uh, is to... You know, when you're looking at the environment I'm making sure uh, if, if if a gap is not is not possible, making sure that, again, uh, um, those environment are as locked down as possible.
0: Yeah. Well, Adley, thank you so much for joining us, uh, especially in a pinch. And we really appreciate it.
2: Nah, thank you for having me again.
0: We'll catch you next time on That Tech Pad.